Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the tight end position. So I've already put out my running back and wide receiver start sits. So go check those out after this video, but it's gonna be all about the tight ends here. And so I'm gonna go through all 16 week three matchups, talk about every single fantasy relevant tight end, and then talk about whether or not I would want them in my starting lineup. While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, all I ask is that you guys leave a like, subscribe to the channel, and comment your thoughts down below. It could be about this video, it could be other start sits, trade advice, waiver wire pickups, any of that stuff. Drop a comment down below and I'll make sure to respond to every single comment. But let's just get started right away with the Thursday night matchup between the Panthers and the Texans. And I'm not going to be starting either of these tight ends. Dan Arnold and Farrow Brown are going to be on the bench. You know, some of these teams just aren't going to have tight ends who are super involved and the Panthers and Texans are just some of those teams. The next matchup between the Colts and the Titans on Sunday is also just going to be two sits. Jack Doyle, you know, is a guy who could be on the fringe, maybe in much larger leagues, but in your standard like 10 or 12 team leagues, I wouldn't feel great about him at the tight end position. And then same thing with Anthony Ferkser. He just hasn't had the involvement we've really been looking for. Then we're on to the Falcons traveling to New York to play the Giants. Kyle Pitts is going to be in your lineup. You know, this Falcons offense hasn't really been firing on all cylinders, but Pitts has still been very involved. He's been the number two target, and that's really all you can ask for, especially early in his rookie season. He should continue to get more involved and pick up his production as the season carries on. On the other side with the Giants, I don't feel comfortable starting Rudolph or Evan Ingram. Ingram has missed the first two weeks. You know, apparently he was really close to playing in week two, so he could make his, you know, debut for this season in week three. But still, I don't want him in my lineup, especially coming off that injury and just his overall kind of lack of production in previous years. Then we've got a nice divisional game here between the Chargers and the Chiefs. And I'm actually going to be starting both of these tight ends. So Chargers, Jared Cook is going to be in my lineup. You know, he had a solid week one. Week two, he kind of took a step back, but he did catch a touchdown that was called back. So I do think the production is going to be there for Cook. He's their number one tight end. And you know, the position is so thin. That's really what you're looking for. I still think the Chargers are a good offense. And so Jared Cook is definitely kind of a lower tier tight end, but still someone that I could, you know, have in my lineup. Then for the Chiefs, don't even need to talk about this one. Travis Kelsey is in your lineup every single week. The man's a beast, so nothing to say there. The next game here is between the Steelers and the Bengals, and I'm going to be sitting CJ Ozuma. You know, he's had a few catches here and there, but just not enough where you want him in your lineup. And then for the Steelers, you know, I have liked what I've seen out of Pat Fryermuth, but him and Eric Ebron are in a pretty dead even split. And so with those three top tier wide receivers they have, I don't really see any of these tight ends, you know, consistently putting up fantasy relevant production. On to the Bears facing off against the Browns. Cole Komet had a really nice week one, took a big step back week two. We don't know what's going on with this quarterback situation. So I don't want him or Jimmy Graham in my lineup. For the Browns, I mean, their wide receiver room has just been so off this year. Odell Beckham missed the first two weeks. Jarvis Landry leaves early week two. Now he's been put on the IR. Is Odell Beckham going to be ready to play week three? But even with all those wide receivers out, none of these tight ends have really been able to separate themselves as like the clear number one. They're all involved. And that just makes me not interested in them. So Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, and David Njoku all going to be on my bench. The next game here is going to be a great tight end matchup between the Ravens and the Lions. Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson locked into your lineups. TJ Hawkinson has really lit it up the first two weeks of the season. He's really making his case that he should be pushed up 
into that top tier group of tight ends with Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. I mean, he's outperformed Kittle so far easily, and so he's got to be in your lineup for the rest of the season. Mark Andrews, you know, not a crazy hot start, but still someone that if you drafted him, he should be your starter. Then we have the Saints taking on the Patriots, and I don't want anything to do with any of these tight ends. Week one, we saw Jawan Johnson break out, have two touchdown receptions, but Adam Troutman was on the field more. They're basically just kind of in a committee here, and I just don't trust anything that's going on in this Saints offense. And then for the Patriots, you know, they bring in these two kind of big money tight ends, Johnu Smith, Hunter Henry. If I had to pick one, I would go with Johnu Smith over Hunter Henry, but still, there's just really no one in this Patriots offense who is super involved in the receiving game, honestly, besides James White, which just makes it pretty difficult to start them on a week-to-week basis. Not to mention that there's just not a lot of touchdown upside in this offense. They run in a lot of touchdowns. They really just let Mac Jones play pretty conservatively, which is just not great for fantasy football. We've got another matchup here with no starts between the Cardinals and the Jaguars. You know, Max Williams had a great week two, but then you look back at week one, he didn't even register a reception. So, you know, that one solid week two performance isn't enough for me to want to put him in my lineup when he really wasn't even on anyone's radar prior to that. And then James O'Shaughnessy is going to be a sit. I think I've mentioned this in the running back and wide receiver videos. I want nothing to do with this Jaguars offense until they can prove that they're at least semi-competent on the offensive side of the ball. I'm just going to be so out on all of these guys. And he wasn't really someone that I was super hyped on going into the season anyway. So he's going to be on the bench. Then we have the Washington football team at traveling to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I'm going to be starting Logan Thomas. His snap share has been great throughout the first two weeks of the season. He honestly looks like the number two target in that offense, which is exactly what you want to see out of the tight end position. So he's definitely looking like one of the top late round tight end selections. For the Bills, Dawson Knox has put together two you know, respectable back-to-back performances, but he's just not going to be getting the volume that I really want from a tight end. Plus, you just have so many other weapons there. You have a committee in that backfield, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, just way too many guys involved for me to be trusting Dawson Knox. Then we have the Jets facing off against the Broncos. I want nothing to do with this Jets tight end group. Tyler Croft on the bench, really any of these Jets weapons, to be honest, pretty similar to the Jaguars. And then for the Broncos, Noah Fant has got to be in your lineup. He's potentially looking like the number two target on this team behind Cortland Sutton. Now that Jerry Judy is out, you know, he could be the number three behind Sutton and Tim Patrick. But still, he's been very involved and is someone that you guys can trust in your starting lineups. We get to see one of the top fantasy tight ends in this next matchup here between the Dolphins and the Raiders. On the Dolphins side, sitting Mike Gusecki. He just has not been involved enough in this offense for me to want him in my lineup. And we don't even know if two is going to be healthy. So just a lot of red flags there. And then for the Raiders team, even if Derek Carr doesn't play, Darren Waller is still locked into your starting lineup. They run that offense through him and he's going to continue to put up monster numbers throughout the rest of the season. Then we have the Seahawks taking on the Vikings and I'm going to be sitting Gerald Everett and Tyler Conklin. These were both players last week where I was kind of on the edge of, do I start them? Do I sit them? I believe I went with sit for both players, and that ended up being the correct decision. Gerald Everett really just hasn't gotten the volume we would have liked to see. You know, the Seahawks offense is so efficient, and I mean, they're lighting up targets to Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Gerald Everett just is not as involved as we would have wanted. And then for Tyler Conklin, honestly, kind of the same story. You've got Jefferson, you've got Thielen, KJ Osborne has played really well. So he's kind of just being phased out of the offense a little bit. Then we have probably the best overall game this week. The Buccaneers traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. For the Bucs, 
Gronk has to be in your starting lineup. I mean, if you drafted Rob Gronkowski, it looks like an absolute steal. He may be one of the best values when we look back, you know, at the end of the season. So he's going to be in your lineup, should continue to have a big role in this offense. His snap share is crazy high. So he truly has emerged as the clear tight end one there. And because of that, OJ Howard and Cameron Brait are going to be on the bench. And then for this Rams team, I was really big on trading for Tyler Higby last week. He ended up putting up a pretty big dud week two, but I still think he's someone that you want in your lineup. His snap share was still great. He was running routes on almost every single drop back. So it just kind of seems like one of those down games, but the opportunities are still going to be there for Tyler Higby. There's a solid tight end matchup in the Sunday night football game, Packers taking on the 49ers. And Robert Tanyan was my favorite kind of late round tight end pick after those first two tiers. Week one, I mean, was terrible. But I kind of was telling everyone, you just got to scrap that. You can't take what the Packers looked like on offense at face value. It was just one of those games where everything goes wrong. They go out Monday night. Robert Tanyan is heavily involved. Honestly looked like the you know number two or number three target, I guess if you want to say, behind Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. But they want to use him. They schemed up two different screen passes for him. So they want to get the ball in his hands. And he should be a starter you know, moving forward. Same thing for George Kittle. Very, very slow start to the season, but let's be honest, you just cannot bench George Kittle. He is too talented, and they have to start using him eventually. Then in the last matchup of the week, Monday Night Football, we have the Eagles traveling to Dallas to take on the Cowboys, and this was actually a tough call. I ended up going with a start for Dallas Goddard and a sit for Zach Ertz. I was strongly considering sitting Dallas Goddard just because himself and Ertz have really just been splitting their opportunities. You know, going into the season, it looked like they were going to be on the field together a ton. And, you know, there are situations where they're both on the field, but they're also just taking away from each other's overall routes. And obviously, that's not great for either one. I do think Dallas Goddard is still the tight end one on this team. Ertz is the number two, so he's going to be in my lineup. But if he has another week without a lot of volume, then he may have to move to a sit. For this Cowboys team, this is a full-on tight end committee between Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz, and I don't want anything to do with it. All right, so those are the 16 week three matchups. Start sits for the tight end position. If you guys enjoyed the content, please just hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. If you guys want to see videos similar to this, I have my quarterback start sit also coming out today. The running backs and wide receivers were posted yesterday, so go check those out. But that's all I have for you guys. Thank you for stopping by, and I'll see you next time.